Hello and welcome to a special episode of the Manchester Weekly from the Mail. I'm sitting in the office. It's 6pm on Friday. I know you're not supposed to say on a podcast when you're recording it because it's supposed to maintain the illusion that people are listening to it almost live. But nevertheless, we are recording this at 6pm on a Friday. We're supposed to be down at the pub, our local Sandinistas, but we're not. We're here recording this podcast because we've had a bit of a delayed schedule we normally publish our second big members edition of the week on a Thursday morning. Then it was going to be a Friday morning. Mm -hmm. But we kept on waiting to hear from the Old Courts, Mm -hmm. a cultural venue in in Wigan that's had huge amounts of public money spent on it. And the reason we kept on waiting is we were asking them some very specific questions about their finances, and we hadn't heard the answers to some of those questions. So we waited and we waited and we waited. And when did we actually publish? It was like 4pm. I think it was 4pm. We spent all week trying to get this story over the line, doing extra bits of reporting and going back to the old courts to get their take on the situation. Finally, we we got it over the line today, 4pm. So Molly, you worked on this story with me. Let's talk about what's really happened here. Because of the fact that on Friday, today, we received a letter from a lawyer representing the old courts, Mm -hmm. we have to be a little bit careful about what we say, not just because a lawyer got in touch, but obviously because these are serious allegations that are being made about the finances of this revered local institution. And obviously we just need to be really careful about what we say. What the lawyer basically said was don't publish this story or like, you know, we, we're, we're expecting confirmation from you that you won't publish this story and you'll give us another seven days. But in fact, when did we first email them about it? We emailed the old courts on Tuesday evening, okay. asking them to respond by the end of Wednesday. When we got a response, I think it was Wednesday, just after 5pm, an extra couple of hours. And then we didn't feel like we got a really substantive answer to some of the details that were going to be in the story. So we went back to them saying, you know, where are your answers to these three details in particular? Gave them another day and again didn't get a response. And then this morning we received the email from from the lawyer. So what we're doing here, listeners, is we're really showing you under the bonnet of the journalistic process, which you may or may not want. But let's start at the beginning and then we'll get to the allegations. Molly, what is the old courts for for listeners who are not in Wigan? I know I'm sure we have many Wiganers on the podcast, but for those who are not in Wigan, for people who haven't been to the old courts, what is it? So the old courts um, is run by an organisation called Arts at the Mill, which is a community interest company. Unrelated to this mill. It's a different mill. (laughs) It's a different mill. I think for the clarity we've been referring to it as just the old courts. Okay, yeah. yeah. So so for this podcast, when we say the old courts, we also mean the organisation behind the old courts, which is called Arts at the Mill. Um, the venue itself is, is really beautiful. It's a big it's old courtroom and mm. there's a popular music venue, there's an art gallery, the studios for artists to do work, mm. the cinema in the cellar and mm. there's a cafe and, and practice rooms for bands. So it's a huge venue yeah. and they've received a lot of public credit for basically bringing back a very old Wigan building into use, mm. really creative use. It's had a lot of public, um, a lot of good publicity, let's say. Definitely, yeah, especially... I think since last November, it hit the jackpot, really. That's how the the Wigan Today described it when it received 1.05 million in Arts Council funding over the next three years to deliver specific cultural projects to Wigan. Yeah, so they became a portfolio, national portfolio organisation. So they weren't just getting funding for like one specific project. Mm -hmm. Suddenly they were getting funding on a regular basis hundreds of thousands of pounds a year and and that kind of elevated them i'm going to read out a quote from darren henley the chief executive of arts council england when this news was announced in, in november last year he said arts at the mill has been revolutionizing wigan's cultural landscape from its old court space 
with community-led arts programmes. It will now get regular funding for the first time, receiving 1.05 million over the next three years to develop more brilliant and engaging work. So this was a really positive story. And I actually remember when you were writing about the very sad story of the Olden Coliseum, the contrast was, okay, they're not getting Arts Council money, they're in a mess, they're losing their venue, but over in Wigan, there's a really positive story. Definitely. It kind of, what the Oldham Coliseum story kind of signaled to me was that post-pandemic, when these cultural venues and theatres have happened all the time, like, they can really live or die by public support and public money. Yeah. And it felt like the future was very bright for Wigan North Courts at the time. Yeah, and, and to be fair, like, well, a lot of cultural venues in the UK... They survive from a mix of commercial revenue, mm-hmm. like make, making ticket sales, and you know there are lots of successful gigs and stuff at the old courts, bar revenue, that kind of thing. But on the other hand, they rely on public subsidy. Mm-hmm. So that will often come from the Arts Council, which is you know national taxpayer money, but it will also come from the Greater Manchester Combined Authority, Wigan Council, etc., both of whom have been giving hundreds of thousands to the old courts. So that's the context. A very successful local cultural organisation that's been receiving hundreds, well, actually millions of public money. And all the vibes around it were very positive. And then in May this year, a statement came out which started to raise a little bit of an alarm. What had happened at the old courts that had caused them some problems? Yeah, so... This felt at the time very unfortunate, so they discovered that in the Grand Vault, which is like the building's mm. main um, music venue, that there's this big hole in the concrete floor. There's a bit of back and forth with the contractors and insurers, and they seem to be having trouble getting a, a date set for repairs. So they temporarily closed while they were sorting things out. Yeah, so they, they closed these particular, I think it's two bits of their venue. I think there were still some bits that were open, weren't they? Yeah. But what they basically say is the amount of money that they were making has been like reduced by a million. So that commercial revenue bit is reduced by a million. It doesn't affect the other bits of funding they were getting from all these public bodies, which is, which is supposed to be for specific programs and projects and, and artists, etc. But the commercial revenue took a huge hit. What we started to be told a few weeks ago was that there were really big financial problems at Old Courts. Mm-hmm. And I have to admit, when someone first told me that, I was shocked. Yeah, I was really surprised as well. It felt like a really signature success story. Yeah, exactly. Like, like when we were writing about the Coliseum, it was like, well, the other side of the coin is the Old Courts of Wigan. They're getting loads of cash. Yeah. So it's like, how could a portfolio organisation that's just received a huge grant from the Arts Council, paid in instalments, that gets 200 grand a year from the Greater Manchester Combined Authority, that's had hundreds of thousands from Wigan Council, that has had, I think it's had you know, lottery money, and money from different bodies. Mm-hmm. How could it be in financial trouble? So we started to speak to people, lots of people who've worked there in the past, who work there now. And they confirmed, yes, this is an organisation that has been running out of money. Mm-hmm. And what they told us was, Key people have been leaving the organisation and they also said lots of artists and sort of artistic organisations who had work commissioned by the old courts haven't been paid or were paid very late. So that's when we started looking into this. And as, as we said earlier, we got in touch with the old courts this week and we said, we've spoken to lots of people, here's what we've been told. And I think it was about 24 hours after we got in touch with them, roughly, mm-hmm. roughly, that they posted this kind of update on their Facebook page. And it talked about a devastating period in the life of our organisation, 
It admitted that the old courts was has just completed a round of redundancies. They said it was like three people made redundant and a f- couple of roles negotiated down to part-time. We've been told it has been more redundancies recently yeah. than that. Mm-hmm. Let's not put a, an exact number on it, but we, we've been told it was, it was more significant than that over the past few months. And they pinned the blame on this massive structural issue that they had found. Mm-hmm. But they were also kind of like optimistic and said, like, we've had, you know, we've got a packed calendar of activity, fantastic audience numbers. So... That's kind of where things got to in the middle of this week. We also, of course, went to the Arts Council and we said to them, here's what people are alleging about what's going on. We said, are you aware of artists not being paid? Are you aware of people being paid late? Are you aware of these deep financial problems that seem to be emerging at the old cause? What did the Arts Council say? The Arts Council have said that they're now conducting a review into the old courts yeah. and how it spends its money. So yeah. I'll read out their quote. So they said, These allegations, whilst currently unsubstantiated, are mm-hmm. serious in nature, and we have begun an investigation into the situation. That's what a spokesperson told us yesterday. Yeah. There was also a line at the end of that quote saying, We hold the organisations we fund to account and treat all allegations and concerns extremely seriously. Mm-hmm. What they didn't put in on the on the on the record quote, they didn't say that they were uh, holding money back. But what happens as a journalist is you get these statements from organisations and then there's a thing called guidance or on background. And that's like bullet points at the end of the email, which journalistic etiquette means you're not supposed to quote them word by word, but you're allowed to use the information. Like It's Mm -hmm. like, here's some stuff you should know, but don't quote us on it. And in that bit, the Arts Council says, we are not going to be sending any more money to the... the, withhold payments exactly so so that was the arts council and then you've got the greater manchester combined authority and i think this is super interesting so the greater manchester combined authority which represents all of us and you know it's andy burnham's administration Mm -hmm. they have said on the record no further payments will be released to the old courts until the situation has been properly investigated and resolved right and they also talked about quote working with partner funders to investigate the allegations and decide upon an appropriate course of action, close quotes. But they also linked to a document, which is actually effectively a report that's going to a committee, Greater Manchester's Culture and Social Impact Fund Committee. I didn't even know this existed. Probably should have done. That committee is meeting on Monday. You might be listening to this podcast when this committee is meeting. It's on Monday. And it hints at problems, shall we say, with the old courts. What does it say in that report? In this report, we found a detail that says, despite several reminders and extensions, Old Courts Wigan were unable to provide reporting in time for the preparation of this report. The GMCA culture team is working with the Old Courts and partner funders to decide on appropriate course of action. This may result in the organisation's next payment being withheld until the situation is resolved. This is a report to a committee about um, the cultural organisations that the Greater Manchester Combined Authority funds, saying they, they want financial reports from these organisations and they're saying that the old courts has not been forthcoming about providing these reports. Yeah, so that's interesting. That The Greater Manchester Combined Authority has clearly got these concerns about not being given the data that they need to kind of report on progress at the old courts. Mm-hmm. I think that we are a little bit constrained about what we can say at this point mm-hmm. because, well, the Arts Council are investigating... We've got lots more people who we need to speak to. And these allegations about artists not being paid, etc. We've spoken to a couple of artists who weren't paid, but there are plenty more who would like to speak. So we've got a bit more reporting work to be done. 
I think an interesting aspect of this story, though, is that these different forms of income that the old courts get, the public money and the private commercial money, they might all go into the same bank account, I don't know, but they are not supposed to be used in the same way. Mm, This is what's interesting. Yeah, so we don't know how the old courts have spent its money, let's be clear. Mm. But we do get the very strong impression from insiders that they have been running very, very low on funds. And that that is why these layoffs have been happening. If they're running extremely low on funds, clearly a question is raised. What about the money that you get from people like the Arts Council, some of which is supposed to be restricted? Now, restricted means money that's supposed to be used for specific roles and arts projects. We're not going to go too deep, but there is, for example, a specific project that the Arts Council funded, which I think hundreds of thousands per year, isn't it, yeah. um, at, at, at the Old Courts. And that money is for specifically for those projects. Mm. I.e., if people on those projects are not being paid or they're being paid late, the excuse for that can't be, well, the overall organisations had taken this financial hit. That shouldn't have made a difference. It shouldn't make a difference because, because that money is supposed to be spent on things. Now, we don't know how that money's been spent, but that is a concern that's clearly been raised with the Arts yeah. Council. And we're going to need to see how that plays out and mm. how it can be that an organisation that's received that much public money, some of which is restricted can have so little money left. Mm. That's what we need to see. Mm. There's a really good quote in the stories that, that we published. You're talking about working class artists who aren't sat on huge pots of money, one ex-staff member told us. When you say you're going to pay them, that's what they base their mortgages off. It became very serious for people very fast. Yeah. I think, like you say, there might be a perfectly good explanation for these issues, but it's clear that this has had a, a big human cost. Yeah, it's, it, it has a real effect on people when they get paid late, etc. Wigan Council have not said that they've suspended payments, but we don't know if they did have payments upcoming. It was quite funny when we asked Wigan Council, how much money have you given on Wigan Old, uh, sorry, yeah, old Courts in the past five years? Not Wigan Old Courts, I don't think that's the official name, but that's what people kind of call it, just the Old Courts. Yeah. How much money have you given? They said they don't have these figures readily available. Yeah, well, they didn't reply to that question initially and I chased them on it and then they said yeah listeners I'm sorry that we're giving you so much sort of inside baseball behind the scenes stuff here but like we're trying to explain how these stories come about as well which is what we're trying to do with this podcast nevertheless on the record so they couldn't think of the figures this is a big this is a council spending taxpayers money who can't tell a journalist how much money they've spent on a public arts project which to me seems absolutely bizarre but let's carry on In a quote, they said, we are aware of the financial challenges currently being faced by the old courts and we are in continued dialogue with them. That's what they said. Uh, They've talked about the strong relationship they've had, the projects they've done together. It's currently a challenging time for the whole sector. I would say this statement is pretty supportive of the old courts, you know, kind of um, backing them up as ever. They say at the end, we remain fully committed to ensuring that any use of public money is monitored stringently and with appropriate due diligence. I mean, I don't know how you can monitor how money is being spent stringently and appropriate due diligence if you can't even tell a journalist with 24 hours notice how much money you've spent. I mean, it doesn't feel like an organisation that's being incredibly diligent, but that could be unfair. Maybe the press office is totally unmoored and in communication or, or in no communication with the rest of the... Yeah, maybe they're, maybe they're not able to, to get hold of that information. But there are questions for Wigan. There are questions for the GMCA. And there is clearly this investigation going on by the Arts Council. There is this lawyer who's encouraging us not to publish uh, stories about this. And we'll see if we hear from the lawyer again next week. 
And there are dozens of people who we need to speak to about this story to get a, yeah to get a fuller account of it. And as you said before, maybe th- those conversations will completely exonerate the old courts. And actually, they've they've everything's been absolutely kosher. And uh, you know, we're we're totally open to that possibility. But the top line here is a cultural organisation that has been held up as a really great example of how you can redirect arts funding to you know, working-class towns that are very far from London, that are very far from, like, you know, elite culture. That that organisation, which is in receipt of millions of pounds of public money, is being investigated by the Arts Council. It is being accused by artists of paying late or not paying. And it is clearly in very deep financial trouble. Mm. By its own admission, it's had a terrible year. It's been horrendous, do you say that That's what they said, a horrendous year. So I guess we'll give you more when we get it. I mean, Molly's going to be tinkering away on this story for a while. Yeah, if you get in touch if you know anything. If you work at the Arts Council, get in touch. If you work <laughs> at Wigan Council, get in touch. Yeah. If there's information that we should have known about or that we should know about that will make this story more balanced or give us more context or more nuance, that's always what we want. We're always trying to be rigorous. We're trying to be fair. But we're also trying not to be put off from doing stories by angry letters or by the persuasion of lawyers, etc. We'll, we'll mm-hmm. always try and report what, what we know and what we feel confident on. If you can help us with that, we'd massively appreciate it. And if you like this kind of journalism and you think Greater Manchester benefits from having this kind of journalism, we'd be incredibly grateful if you joined us as a paying member. I know many listeners are, but it costs £7 a month and each new member comes up on the board. We like get a boost from every new member we get and we're having an amazing time at the moment of adding new members. And if you could, if you could join, it allows us to do more of this kind of journalism. It allows us to look into things properly. It allows us to scrutinize local institutions whether they're good or whether they're not good um, it allows us to have a look at local institutions and, and see what they're really doing manchestermill.co.uk forward slash subscribe that's it have a have a lovely rest of the week listeners and we will speak to you very soon should we go to the pub should we go to the pub <laughs>